0: This is Love Hurts. I'm Brian Berlin. My guest today is Anna New. Anna talks about a time earlier in her life where she fell in love with dance, but how that love also came with a complicated relationship with her dance teacher. Anna's also my girlfriend, and this is something that she's talked to me about in pieces before. But this was the first time I had heard so much of that story at once. So basically, if any of you are looking to form an even deeper connection with your partner, all you have to do is start a podcast and have them on as a guest. This is Anna's story. Hello Anna. Hello. How's it going?
1: Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mhm.
0: Thanks for coming on the show.
1: Of course. This is fun.
0: We haven't started
1: This yet. is so this is the most fun I've ever had.
0: Wow, uh I'm Says glad you, I'm glad you peaked <laughs> what's what's the theme of the story that you're gonna be talking about today
1: uh dance
0: dance, yeah, and where' does it all start?
1: um well, I was three years old uh I was a bunny in Snow White in this recital, and um I was like really committed to it. I feel like if you've ever been to a recital ever have you been to one
0: uh not
1: that you can remember?
0: Not that, yeah.
1: Well, if you ever go to one, there's always these little kids that pop in for like one dance during it and they're terrible. It's like so bad. Like sometimes a kid <laughs> will fall off the stage or whatever. And, and that was you? No, I was oh, the opposite. I was like, would tell other kids what to do. I was the one who's like skipping in the right direction while everyone else wasn't. And uh, Snow White, who's a, who ended up being one of my dance teachers, Miss Colleen, uh, she winked at me. during the dance and I remember being like oh my god I want to be a dancer just like her um that's kind of like where it started I guess and
0: that was at three years old
1: yeah yeah
0: man (laughs) and then where to go from there
1: um then I just kept taking dance classes I did everything um mostly ballet though and I just like knew that's what I wanted to be when I grew up and I'd have like other adults be like, that's amazing, like to, to know what you want to do at such a young age. And I'd be like, Yeah, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do, and like nothing else will make me as happy. Uh so I ended up doing like classes every single day, like three hours after school, like it was my life more than anything else. Um but I had this dance teacher who was like uh, <laughs> complicated. Yeah. Yeah to say the least um, Yeah she
0: uh, Was she your only dance like at that point Where you were doing three hour classes like she Was your one teacher?
1: She was my main Teacher like I had A bunch of other teachers who were like Her previous students okay. who came Back to teach but she was like The lead teacher it was her, her studio Okay um, can you
0: say her name or is it like um, <laughs> <laughs> You I'm don't have to gonna. Don't say her It's fine I don't feel like She it. knows <laughs> Oh god
1: I doubt she would listen to anything I've ever done.
0: Fine. Uh, <laughs> so you're um, foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Okay.
1: Um she she was like very encouraging when I was younger and she was like my second mom. Like I spent so much time with her. Like when I wasn't at school or home, like I was at dance, so it was like that was where most of my time was. And I was in awe of her. I thought she was amazing. Um, her story, she would tell these stories about her life and like living in Egypt and like being a dancer and then making her own studio and like just like incredible. Um, and I loved her. And, uh, she, she would tell me that I was like her when she was a child. Um, so she wanted to like take care of me and nurture me and she's like saw my potential as a dancer. Um, but I, guess i had like in her eyes i had a weight problem so her her like wanting me to be a great dancer meant like being hard on me about the way i looked um so that was like that started from a young age of of her like holding on to my love handles and being like hey like what are you eating at home
0: what how old were you
1: I mean, I, I feel like I was eight the, one of the first oh times God. that she like grabbed onto me <laughs> when we were at dance and being like, oh, what's what's this? Peeking up in your tights there. Oh God, that's um, like,
0: this. I have this person I work with who like talks about her daughter like that. Oh. And will like talk about her daughter's weight and I've seen her daughter and she is just this like skinny child, like she's a child.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
0: and it makes me very uncomfortable. So I'm already uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to make you so uncomfortable.
0: Great. <laughs> that was the goal. Um, so eight years old, it's already like... So already you have this dynamic right now where like mm-hmm. at the same time you have this moment of like you feel like you're her like star pupil, right? Like there's yeah. this, there's this part of you that like I... I like I'm, I have
1: something special. Yeah. But yeah.
0: then these like little... Pokes, mm-hmm. pokes at your muffin tops. Yes, starting exactly. Your... And
1: it limited like I felt like I was pretty technically I was like pretty good. And yeah. I was also very passionate about it. So like on stage, um, I would usually get comments after if, like people liked watching me because I was so happy. Like even if maybe I wasn't the most appealing to look at, I guess. Um she will. Oh, yeah, well, well, that's how she would word it. <laughs> yeah. Which like,
0: what parents are judged? Like, which parents are yeah, being exactly, like, exactly? That exactly. eight-year-old looks so much better than <laughs> that eight-year-old. Like, uh
1: yeah. Um. So she, she would uh, like take away certain opportunities from me because of it. Like there was this role, like Clara in the Nutcracker, that like every kid wanted to be Clara. It was so big, um, for the holiday season and like. I was at the age where I could be cast as her. So I auditioned and then I didn't get it. And I didn't really understand and she like had a private meeting with me where she's like, you know, like there's potential for you to to be Clara, but you know, you need really need to focus and like slim down and you know, get more flexible and then then maybe maybe next year. So that was the year that I like like all right, I'm going to start running and I'm going to get thin and I was, like, eating just saltines all the time and, like, running always. Like, anytime I had a break, I'd just, like, run. And um, I even joined cross-country at school just to, like, force myself to do it more. Uh, And then I got Clara. So it was, like...
0: Yeah, it paid off. Yeah, I did all those things. And then I
1: got what I wanted. And I was, like, her, her little star again, but with another girl who was, like, a really good friend of mine, but she would, like kind of pin us against each other and it made me like very competitive with this other girl because she was everything that I wasn't she was like very thin and blonde and beautiful and like never got like much flack from her um so I would always be like oh I just need to get as good as this girl and then like she'll finally like fully love me and um the year after I was Clara like I went on a trip with her to this little island called Joost van Dyke. And um, I went with this girl and her mom and um, my dance teacher's daughter and me, not my mom. I told my mom that I wanted to go alone <laughs> Okay. because I felt like, I don't I don't know. I guess I, w- I was kind of being a jerk to my mom of being like no This is like a special thing and like you wouldn't want to go and
0: yeah and It's kind of this other relationship Like you don't want your two moms to kind of cross at this point
1: exactly and also my mom didn't really know what was going on of like the certain Treatment that I would get from her because I didn't want to tell her because I loved dance so much And I loved my teacher so much that like I was kind of worried that if I told her anything too specific of how she treated me That she would like pull me out of it Um, so I went on this trip and we had this moment where we were both sitting on a hammock together and I had been upset during the day because like she was taking all these photos of this other girl dancing on the beach but like I wasn't in them because I was feeling like fat that day even though I I, recently I looked back at this video that I had taken of us all at Yost and it was like I was shocked at how my like eating disorder had gotten like so out of hand um which i like did not know at that time i like thought i was huge
0: yeah you were just so caught up in this image that she wanted that she you had, to like, be yeah
1: um but we were sitting on this um hammock and then she like she's like yeah it's gonna be hard for you because you know your your parents are overweight and like It's in your genes, so you're always going to have to fight this. And, like, your mom probably doesn't make it easy for you. Like, she was, like, digging into my mom. And I kind of just let her do it and being like, oh, you're right. You're right. Like, it's hard. It's hard because, it's you know, it's my mom's fault. Like, she made me fat. Like, that's – oh, this is crazy.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's – no, because it's, like, I feel like it must be so difficult because this was, like, the – as much – as, as important as your mom is to you and still is to you today, it's like this is this other person who at that time had almost as much as importance in your life. Yeah. And it was hard because it's like her talking about the other person that is literally your mom. Yeah. It's like it feels like this weird, torn, like you had to like pick a side. And
1: I picked. The, da- the dance well, I mean, teacher the thing you what I mean yeah. you're
0: following the thing that you loved,
1: yeah, and I felt like the more time I spent with her and the more I listened to her and her criticism, like the better I'd get, and the more my uh goal of being a dancer would become like a reality, um, but yeah, yeah like years of this, this is like from three to eighteen, I was at the studio, and sometimes we really great, and she'd like, make me feel like this was possible. And, like, I I went to London with her for, like, this dance thing. I would go every January, I'd go to New York, and I'd go to this, like, month of Sundays dance thing. Um, and I felt like, okay, I'm going to be, like, a professional dancer. And then my um, senior year uh, for the Nutcracker, like, I, I wanted to be – because as you get older, you can't be Clara anymore. So you want to be like the uh, the Snow Queen or something like that. And she took me aside. And she said, like, you're going to be a big rat because you've like gained weight this year. And then she like made all like I I think I had had at this point, like maybe at some drinks like a few times or like, you know, like social stuff uh, as a teen. And um, she's like, I heard from someone that they Like, saw you drinking, and she's like, That's probably why you're developing a beer belly. And like,
0: oh my god, I was
1: like, Oh my god, maybe it is, even though, like, yeah, like I'm like, had I one barely beer at a party, <laughs> I have not had that much experience with these things. Um, I was like, Oh god, like, I'm <laughs> ruining my life with alcohol. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she like made me be a big rat, and then like, oh I tried to lose some weight. But this, also, uh, side note, I had been like exercising and dancing so much for so many years that it stunted my growth like not my growth but my period i like never had gotten it until i was a senior in high school and like when i finally got it my body was changing like i had not
0: yeah like it all happened at once yeah i was like
1: developing and like it was like that was not okay (laughs) so uh i like tried to lose some weight and it was really difficult and then like my last role there i was peter pan like half like another girl's peter pan tunes like okay like this is something but then i had another another one of the many side meetings i'd have with her she's like okay well what are you what are you doing after high school like i was like well i want to to dance or to act like i love performing that's what i'm going to do it's always what i've wanted to do she's like you can't you can't do that you you're like you're not what they're looking for like your look is never gonna make it and i was like well i don't think so i think like recent i've seen and this is like when i started to slowly like speak up or or like shut down um instead of like always listening to what she said i was like no i i i feel like there's roles out there for for people like me or like dancing for people like me and she's like well you're just like you're like precious like precious from that book push
0: Oh, you mean *Precious*, based on the novel *Push* by a Sapphire? Sapphire. <laughs> yes,
1: thank you for the full title. Um, I was like, oh, "Okay," and she's like, "Yeah, I, like you might get one role like that, and then you'll never get a role again." And I was like, "She also has had a, she has a career and she has stuff yeah, lined she's up." she's like doing very well. I was like, Try, and she's like, "No, no, 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 no." And then I was like, and then I got mad. And I was like, I went to the doctor and they weighed me and they said I'm totally healthy. Like at this point before i like i'd moved to city the highest weight i was like ever was like 135 or something which is like completely like normal like maybe a little above for a a ballet dancer but i was like at this point i had transitioned from ballet dancer to like contemporary uh, and and a lot of it was muscle yeah. (laughs) yeah and um she's just like no no you're in the dance world you're obese and like you'll never you'll never do this um and before I left, like I didn't I didn't apply to any colleges. Like I I was like, I'm not gonna go to college. I don't wanna go to college. I wanna be in in theater and dance or in something like this. So um I just like and I like cut my hair and I dyed it black and then I got a tattoo and I was like, I'm like rejecting all of this and I I'm, I'm just gonna move and I'm not I'm never gonna talk to her again. And I kinda didn't. Like I I remember I finally talked to my mom about it before I'd left to New York. And I had, like, brief – I had said stuff and, and like, because I had to when I would come home, like, crying from dance. I'd, like, say, like, oh, she was hard on me or, like, you know, I, I really I, – I could lose a couple pounds, like – and I went to, like, Weight Watchers with my mom, and but I never told her, like, too much because um, I thought either it would hurt her or she'd take me out. And I told her, and I just remember – I just remember her crying because, like, she felt like she, like, it was her fault. And then it's better, like, we talk, we still talk about it randomly. Like, we'll bring it up and I have to, like, because I see her getting upset and it's, like, a different upset than my upset. My upset is just being, like, I can't believe I just, like, let that happen for so long or, like, like, there was plenty that was good about it and I don't, really regret it because I feel like like I got to dance all the time and I got to have these amazing experiences and like I love dance like it's a part of me like I I feel like I'm always moving a little bit or like whenever I hear music I'm just like I gotta groups, <laughs> like I love it so I don't regret it and I think maybe it's made me stronger or like I, I don't I I feel like I've had to like learn a lot about my body and myself and like m- building my own confidence not based off of somebody else. Um, and I try to like tell my mom that because it's like not on her. And like also I don't think I'm like a broken human. So like for her to to like get upset about it is like saying like oh no I ruined you. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, because it's not you don't want her to blame herself. For this thing, because at the end of the day, it's like your mom is this person who cares about you, or this other person was an insane person, who
1: or complicated person. Yeah,
0: but like, (laughs) but at the end of the day, like, cared more about this like like perfect version of you versus like the you that you were being at that time. Like instead of like encouraging you Mm -hmm. as the person who you were being, she was trying to make this other version of you. That didn't seem like a realistic version or a healthy version of a person to be.
1: No, no. Um, And I, I don't think she's she she there was a couple girls after I left that were like her new Anna's um, and they left. Like I got an email from one mom who like knew
0: that you had that had I had, had gone
1: through it because I think her little her daughter had told her because other girls would see it. And um, she's like, yeah, she was doing it to her. And then we left and we went to a new studio. I'm like, I never thought about that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like you just thought that this well, was the... I
1: thought she was the best. Yeah. And like I wanted to learn yeah. from the best. And um, I had two years ago before I moved to Hong Kong for a little, I had like gone to the studio because I was still like kind of friendly with her daughter. And I went to go teach this improv um, workshop there. And she was there. And... It was weird because <laughs> I had not talked Did to her. Did you talk to her then? For a moment. Like, she, I remember these like crocodile tears. She cried and hugged me. And I was just like, just though. I don't know what this means. I was like, oh my God. Why is she hugging me? And then she sat down. And she's like, I, I need to talk to you for a little. And then she's like, How are you? What are you doing? You look exactly the same, which I also took as an insult. Because um, like, yeah, I know her, her. That seems kind of I was of, like, yeah. All right, that's it's an insult. Um, But anyway, uh, then she's like, yeah, I was really hard on you when you were a kid, right? And I was like, yeah. And that's like the only thing that we talked about. it. But in a way, I was like, that's closure? (laughs) Yeah, like at least
0: she like for one second admitted that maybe this wasn't the best way to handle you for all of those years. Yeah,
1: maybe be a little gentler. Maybe be a little more understanding.
0: Yeah, like maybe (laughs) she's maybe as like absolutely shitty this whole experience for you not shitty because like you got a ton out of it but like the shitty parts of it seemed awful mm-hmm. and you hope that like maybe those parts she got to think about a little bit and didn't do them to the next person
1: and i don't think it's i think she's like not as much a part of that studio anymore yeah and i think she's like she's still still hers but she's a little more hands-off there's other teachers and like there's plenty about her that's like still amazing to me and i still like miss her and i think about her sometimes of being like like uh like she she still was like a, a parent to me so it feels like i haven't talked to my parent in a long time and i like still part of me wants to like prove something to her or for her to like acknowledge me or love me and it's so stupid (laughs) because like I like I don't but it's not all of me that feels that but just like in moments or when something good or bad happens I'm like I hope she somehow finds out about this or I hope she does not hear about this or like I don't know it's weird
0: yeah it seem. I mean knowing you as well as I know you it's like I know how much dance is a part of your life and how much yeah, and you just said it before, but it like I feel like so it's it's built into who you are as a person, and I feel like a lot of people who know you know that dance element of you, mm-hmm. so it still is this thing that I feel like you came out on the other side still having this thing that is yours, mm-hmm. it just seems yeah, it's like a little bit tougher than you may have wanted it to be,
1: yeah, and now. Now, it's just weird when I walk into a dance studio, the the rare occasions that I go to to actually take a class. Um, there's like a, a mixture of feelings every single time. That's why I don't go that often. And I want to just be able to go into a dance class and just like love the dance and not think about all these like little thoughts in my head of like things she would be saying to me. Um, like, I just don't want it to be fully ruined for me, especially when like I moved here and I had some really amazing movement teachers in my acting classes who were like, "Oh, you could have been a dancer." <laughs> like if you t- if you oh, did God. it, you could have been you could have been a dancer. And like hearing that, I was like, "Oh, I could have."
0: <laughs> yeah, like there's I could have talked to anybody else about this at some point and yeah. yeah, it's like, ugh.
1: But hey, I'm liking the path that I'm on now, so.
0: Yeah, and it still seems like you get to include dance in parts of your life.
1: Oh, yeah, there's it's amazing how like anything that I've done I'm like, oh this this works for this part of my life or this part Like everything kind of ends up connecting in some way either if I make it connect or like I'm surprised by the connection I always like that and that's why I feel like you can't really get too caught up in like what didn't happen where it's like no no, those those years of training we're for something, maybe not what I thought, but they're for something.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, you got to take away more positives mm-hmm. than negatives with the whole experience of it.
1: Yeah, I like to think so.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, thanks, Anna. <laughs>
1: thanks, Brian.
0: Um, do you have anything you wanna tell people about that you're doing or where they can learn more about your life?
1: Um, you can check out my website that I haven't updated in four years. Um, it's called www.annanew.com um, there's a really old picture of me on it yeah, an old article from when I was 19 real fun stuff um, or you can check me out at Magnet, uh, Magnet Theater and have some shows there sometimes and yeah <laughs> that's about it I think cool.
0: well thank you
1: thank you this is how is how we fight for something that's right
0: love hurts is produced hosted and edited by brian berlin theme music by mickey Hommel. show art by caroline mallon you can find love hurts on apple podcasts stitcher google play or wherever you get your podcasts if you like the show Rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about it. You can find Love Hurts on Instagram and Twitter at lovehurtspod, and our website is lovehurtspod.com. Here's a preview of what you'll hear next week. It was like sa- Saturday or Sunday morning, and we just woke up, and I just like, hey, do you want to get a bagel? And she says, I think we should break up. And, <laughs> um, it's like and- a bagel or break up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And then that conversation took a while, Um, and yeah, so we we aren't together anymore. (laughs) We're still friends. I'm Brian Berlin, and this is Love Hurts.